In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Good morning, Cleveland. It is a victory Monday, and I'm here with Jack Duffin and Adam, the green super fan. No, he's a Power Ranger now. How are you, Adam? I'm good, guys. How are you? If you can't see Adam right now, he looks like a slightly tubby Stefan Steph, Kavansky. <laughs> no, he looks, he looks more like Burt Reynolds, actually. Appreciate it. Uh, and I'd just like to say a massive thank you to our sponsors today, the uh, of a lovely Asian audiovisual company who uh, have sponsored this podcast. So uh, thank you very much, Adam, for that. Hey, you guys are welcome. You guys are welcome. Anytime. But anyway, this is not the Adam podcast. This is all about Jack Duffin. Jack, how are you, buddy? Hey, if you win a game 27-0, you can't be anything but positive. Yeah, it's not perfect, but quite frankly, who cares? It's a nice problem to have that we're talking about how 27-0 could be better rather than the days of we come into one of these games and we're, we might win by three on a final drive or something like that. It was a resounding performance and, uh, yeah, positive moving forward. Adam, you're in the stadium. Tell us what the atmosphere was like. Yes, sir. It was – you get the usual – uh, how are we going to blow? You get the usual, you know, beaten into submission that we're going to figure out a way to lose. But the score just kept going up and up. You know, it was the, the the energy got sucked out of the game when Jed Wills went down. That was really scary and sad. And so, you know, hopefully he's, uh, you know, it's not too bad. But, you know, when the cart comes out, that's bad. But, um, man, it was uh, – everybody was happy. Can't Can't be sad. Even the uh, most diehard Browns fan can't be sad when you uh, when you win twenty seven zip. Yeah, well, I'm I'm gonna put a real spanner in the works here, guys. Mister Positive Paul is gonna tell you how I really feel. I sometimes get I don't really enjoy these games as much as close one touchdown games. I get a little bit bored with them. Like the Bengals' first game of the season. Um, I know, yes, it's a great victory, but. Uh, I like to be on the edge of my seat. I didn't feel like I was at any point on the edge of my seat in that game. Look, I'll take a Cleveland Browns win every day of the week, but I'm just telling the audience how I feel. I, I sent a text uh, after the second drive from the Cardinals and said, if we don't turn the ball over today, this is a shutout. That, that's how positive I felt. It was their second drive and it was like, this is over. Um and yeah, that that is just a damning indictment of how poor they are as the Cardinals. Um, it was shocking. Um, uh, guys, any updates on our tackle? How long is he out for potentially? Could be the season. So any time they pull out the air cast, it it does not look good. Yeah, it um, looked like it. Yeah, looked like an MCL for sure at the very least. And um, how will that affect, um, do you think, the uh, tackles against uh, next week, Jack? It's going to be tough. 
Um, it's going to be interesting to see which of the two routes they go. So either you have James Hudson, who you slot in at left tackle. And to be fair, two weeks on the trot, he played half of the game last week at right tackle. He's he's done well. Um, it is going to be a much harder challenge if you're against the Ravens and the Steelers compared to what you've seen the last two weeks. The other option, though, is do they potentially push Petonio out? Because he's played well there in the past for a pinch for a couple of games. Um that could be an option which they go to because sometimes it's easier to replace a guard than it is a tackle. Well, yeah, we wish him all the best uh, and hopefully uh, he'll be back uh, in a Cleveland Browns jersey soon. Jack, when does, when does his contract end out? So he's guaranteed next season as well. So um, he's back next year. And it's going to be an interesting one for lots of fans that are calling for his head to see what, well, what does bad left tackle play potentially look like? Because, yeah, he struggled the first three weeks, but he's he's been league average since then um, and playing some okay football. So, um, yeah, it could certainly get a lot worse. The old Desmond Harrison's, the um, who else have we had fill in at left tackle? It was, well, I was a fan of Desmond Harrison, you know that. Because yeah, he was a UDFA. It didn't mean he was good. <laughs> is is he still in the league, by the way, or not? <laughs> oh, we had Greg Robinson. Greg Robinson was serviceable. He was also serving a uh, federal prison sentence, I believe. Uh, but, but let's get into our usual um, podcast format. Um, Ian is afraid to say um, being subbed off. Uh, he had a heavy night last night. He's hung over, so we brought Adam in. And uh, he's given us our scores, but let, let's start with the offense, Jack. What what scores are you get going with? This is a difficult one because there's lots of different elements that we're looking at. So they weren't particularly successful at running the ball, but I think that was a lot of it's late on second half. We're just running the clock out because by half time it was you could, didn't need a, even a first down, and you were going to win that game. Um, you could have just kept punting it. Watson's numbers are pretty intriguing because overall, if you look at the totals, you say, hey, 30 attempts, 19 completions, 219 yards, two TDs, which if you grade in that, you're probably looking at around a five or a six. But then there was an interesting stat um, that friend of the show, Jackson McCurry, put out. If we just look at Deshaun Watson targeting Amari Cooper and David Njoku, so the, the two highest quality targets out there, nine par, nine completions on 11 attempts, 165 passing yards, two TDs. Well, suddenly that looks a lot better. It's one that when he was targeting those two, really successful. When it got to targeting the everyone else, um, Ford was okay, but... Your Elijah Moores, your Aikens, your Tillmans, your Goodwins, your Hunts, your Pierre Strong didn't didn't really work out. So I I feel good at least giving him a six, just because if I said a seven, you'd shout at me and probably kick me off. Jack, you're probably the only one person I would never do that to. <laughs> Adam, what number are you going for? This is for all the whole offense, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you can't be upset with 27 points. Um, sevens aren't sevens aren't okay. I'll go. I'll go eight. It was de- It was a. They were easing Watson back in. You could tell that in the first in the first half. It was 
lot of running, a lot of just kind of ground and pound. But uh, there were a couple passes that were only a few people in the world can throw. The two big ones to Amari Cooper were pretty impressive. Uh, and uh, and the one to, uh, to Njoku. So, but overall, I think um, Hunt played really well. He, you know, he runs like with reckless abandon for his body. And uh, that definitely worked out in our favor. And uh, yeah, I think uh, the team rallied around losing another um, another tackle, and uh, that was that was the one point going back earlier about the the energy and the atmosphere in the stadium. If you've been a Browns fan long enough, you know um, you know how that can feel, um, and like that could turn the tides and the game could get lost, but it, it didn't happen. So we'll go eight. Yeah, I, I'm going to back my fellow Englishman up here with Jack and go six. I just felt, yes, Adam, you're correct. Some great long throws from Sean Watson today. Um, but there were some, also some simple throws that uh, various weapons didn't catch. And no, sort of, I've changed my mind. I'm going to go with Adam. I thought the two, the two long, the two long plays were great to see. Um, the O line was okay. I think Jack is that fair? Yeah, the O line was fine. Um, yeah. and it was bizarre that every time Watson threw for more than twenty yards in the air, looked fantastic. Any time he threw for less than twenty yards, it was questionable. <laughs> mm. So it's bizarre. We definitely see he's got the potential. So yeah, um, heads or tails to me. I would love to say a seven, but there's no way I can do that. Um, yeah, let's go with an eight. Sort it. Let's go rock and roll. Let's see what Ian said. Ian said five. Five. God, he's depressing and he miserable. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Who would give the game ball to, Jack? On the offense side. Uh, on the offensive side. I, th- I think you'd give it to. Njoku played really well. Cooper, probably one of those two. I think you've you've got to look at Adam. Who are you going to give it to? I would say Cooper. The uh, catching that, catching the ball off the helmet for a touchdown, uh, and just catching those sideline sideline grabs. The 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 pass was incredible, but so was the reception. So I'm going to go Cooper. Yeah, I think if you look at his stats, guys, 139 yards, 27.8 average, <clears throat> one TD. On paper, he's your man. Or do we give it to Sean Watson? No interceptions, no. two touchdowns, 219. Does Sean Watson provided a game today that is the acceptable bar of what we need? It wasn't beyond and anything special. It was just serviceable. If he plays like that every single week, we're making the playoffs every year. Um, it's just one of we need to see more than that if we're going to start winning playoff games and rings and everything else. Cool. Defense. Adam, hit us with your number. Oh, 10. They were, uh, they were ball hawking. Uh, the, the pick from Taki Taki. He was a thing of beauty and uh, you could tell they were playing with 
They were playing with that same swagger. They play better at home. Uh, and uh, they were starting to feed off the crowd. 10. You get the shutout. Can't be anything but a 10. I don't care what Ian says. Uh, let's see what Ian says. Ian says 10. God, it must be in a better mood. He said 10 as well. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, how many <laughs> takeaways did the defense had today? Uh, there were two three. picks, three. Yeah, two, two picks. interceptions yep. and a fumble. Yep. I know that you can ask any more. Ten it is. Um, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm not allowed an input here. Oh, sorry, Jack. I do apologize. So I'm going to go on a slightly different tangent here. I, 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 I want to <laughs> say eleven. Oh, wow. <laughs> Just because the opposing team finished with fifty-eight yards. Three turnovers, 58 yards. I don't think 10 justifies it. So <laughs> I, I'm going to make the case that this deserves to be an 11. This is perfect. You play like that, your offense can be horrendous and you're still going to win. It's a shutout as well. I honestly think the Cardinals were that bad on the offense. I think 11 is a little bit too much. No, I'm, I'm going to make a stand for 11 here. <laughs> Jack's name's above the podcast. We're going to go with 11. Woo! Um, and who are you going to give the game ball to? I've got to say Miles Garrett. I thought Miles was incredible. Um, set up some sacks for the uh, the expensive plodder that is uh, Tomlinson. But um, no, he's an absolute wrecking machine. That that play when the uh, the force fumble, he, he just picked it out of his hands. It weren't yep. even like a tackle. It was like, yeah, I'm going to have this. And uh, it was insane. There was some. I'm looking at the uh, numbers now. Uh, Grant Delpit, eight tackles, two assists, half a sack. Uh, we've got uh, Davlin Tomlinson, two tackles, two assists, two point five sacks. That's a solid number. Yeah. It's perfect get... all round. Yeah, you don't get those without the. Uh... Without what Miles Garrett's doing, but that's what you need on. <clears throat> that's what you need when he's when he's picking up double double teams plus a chip. Um, Adam, who are you going to give the game ball to? I mean, I <clears throat> I love Miles, but I think uh, I'm going to go uh, dark horse and say Taki Taki that uh, he's that interception he snatched out of the air, contorted. Um, He's not, I mean, I'm going to go with Taki Taki. It was impressive, even from the 500 section. Nice. Jack, what's his contract? He's on a one-year or not? Yeah, Taki's um, free agent in this year. An interesting one to note in terms of linebackers, JOK's snap counts are intriguing, let's say. Um, The fact that he's gone from... That first spell of the season, first six weeks, um, where's the numbers? He plays 73% of snaps. So heavy, heavy involvement. And then what we've seen since then is 49%, 59%. This week, I think it's going to be somewhere around there because several times I looked out there and I'm seeing like Fields and Taki Taki as a pairing. Um, it's surprising to see. And 
the only reason that's happening is Schwartz is obviously not liking what he's seeing from JOK on a consistent basis. I think we'll see more of it next week. It's quite a nice dynamic when you've got a Russian quarterback like Lamar. But if you want a massive contract, you want to be a linebacker playing 90% plus snaps. Um, if you, you look at other teams, your top linebackers in the league will play 100% of snaps unless they're injured. And he is uh, he's not out there. And people have said, oh, did he pick up a knock? He was still playing special teams when he wasn't on the defense in those weeks. So uh, it's not an injury per se. So just an interesting one to keep an eye on. JOK's future, probably a year and a half and a free agent. That'd be my guess. I think we have to pay Taki Taki next year. Two mil, one year extension. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think you'll probably keep him around on the cheap if you want to keep him around. Um, yeah, I d- I, they're not going to pay much at linebacker. Schwartz has never liked to spend the money there and prefers to keep that money in his uh, defensive line. Uh, special teams. What are we... Special teams, what are we going to go with? Jack? Uh, yeah, I'm not allowed a seven. Um, I'm going to say an eight here. The uh, the punting was phenomenal by Bojo. Um, my tip for the next uh, Browns multi-year extension contract to be given out. Hopkins missed one of his three, but it's 48 yards. I'm not too concerned that... We're not seeing every 48-yarder converted. And James Frochet looked really good in the return game. Um, Six returns for 55 yards. There were some flags on there, which it's not his fault. The team needs to sort out. But I think they they did everything you need. Um, And on the Cardinals side, there was a couple of returns, but it's nothing the end of the world. Um, Yeah, I'd happily go for an eight there. They did their job. Adam? I will I will second the eight. Bojo was an absolute monster. I am gonna convert one of my one of my OBJ jerseys to a Bojo jersey. I would love to see him locked up uh long term. And uh there was a little bit of a uh, little bit of excitement and energy from the return game more than we've seen uh in recent weeks. So that was uh yeah all around you, you uh but yeah bojo is is the man for sure that's my game ball if we're doing special teams well, adam can you please not jump in please you know we've got you on the show you just jump it in there far too soon with your game balls you know i'm i like hotcakes like like roundy yums as you call them what do we call them roundy yums that's a, a new girl reference for you Oh, okay, I need to get down. With it. Um, yeah, I thought the special team was good, and that punt returner probably that's the best I've seen anyone return this season. Yeah, it's weird because DPJ was good last year and um, did a really, really nice job, and then just nothing this year at all. Every time I saw him live, he looked scared receiving the ball. Hmm? <laughs> Whereas last year, the, the returns were really nice, yep. he was doing what he needed to do. Um, all right, great. Jack, uh, who are you giving your special teams ball to? I'm going to give it to Bojo. I thought Bojo was good. Um, I think he deserves it there. Even though Prochet's a good shout. Well, yeah, they could all get one, in all honesty. Yeah, so <clears throat> Ian's feedback is a six. Thanks to Bojo. Miss field goal. Can't do a seven. 
<laughs> well, let's give him an eight. He's not here. His problem. Yeah. Debbie Downer. Uh, um, Adam, question for you. How do you think Stefanski did today with his play calling? I think it was uh, it was smart to uh, it seemed like they were being very intentional, easing Watson back in. You could there was a little, you could see a little bit of hesitancy, a little bit of rust, um, but uh, but yeah, I think overall there weren't there weren't the uh, the head scratchers. The you know it seemed like everything kind of fell Cleveland's way this week, so. Um, I think this was honestly a – this was all a dress rehearsal for the next two weeks. Um, and uh, they wanted to make sure that they, you know, got everybody feeling good going into next week, going to Baltimore. Um, and, uh, and, yeah, so I liked it. Jack, what was your calls on the uh, play calling? Yeah, I thought everything was fine and did what I needed to do. And part of it was about just testing the water and making sure they're happy with everything and make, getting Deshaun Watson up to speed. It's going to take time. Um, but, hey, there, there was no real threat of a turnover. It weren't like we've seen someone dropping what should have been a pick six or an interception. So, um, yeah, I, I was happy with everything there. I think next week's going to be really, really tough, but they then need to be ready to beat the Steelers. If we go one on one, good spot. Mm. All right. Last question before we let you go, Adam, and you can drive back to uh, Sunny Dayton. Do you think the Browns can beat the Ravens next week? I think they can. I think if uh, <clears throat> they're able to keep the run game, um, in the mix and not let it become, you know, having to have Watson throw the ball 40, 50 times. Um, especially with now, you know, more than likely you're going to have somebody new um, on the left side. So they've got, I think I, if I would, if I were to guess or to bet, they're going to try real hard to make it a, a boring run game and defense oriented uh, game and if we can get you know keep Lamar in check and uh, and um, you know keep the ground game and just just keep it boring keep it consistent I think we can we can get out of there um, stomping those rat birds for a win oh I love it when you call it rat birds it turns me on sky rats I call them there you go Jack how are you feeling about the Ravens I think it's probably going to be one we lose, but I think it's going to be close. Someone please um, mute. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it is one you just got to accept where we're at. They're, they're a very informed team. Um, and we're, we're still feeling our way out. It's not one that is a must-win game, and that's a nice spot to be in. Usually you get to the second half of the season, and it's like, hey, we need to win this game, we need to win this game, we need to win this game, and it's not. It's like, hey, we can lose this game, and it, doesn't really impact the chances of making the playoffs too dramatically. So, um, no, we're in a nice spot. And that's the advantage of beating teams like Indianapolis, beating teams like um, San Fran, that, hey, we, we, we've got chips that we can cash in when we need them to keep a playoff run alive. So, um, no, they're in a really nice spot. And 
what will be will be. I think it'll be close though, and and that's important. And if we can go into that game and there's no turnovers, then you can really play out. It's not one where we're going to turn the ball over two, three times and we're somehow going to win again. Um, I think a lot of that luck's probably going to end. All right, guys. Adam, how are you going to celebrate your victory Monday? Uh, I'm going back to work, and uh, but I'll be decked out. I'll maybe I'll I'll don the uh, Paul Brown podcast T-shirt again. The uh, <clears throat> the season ticket holder jacket. I'll just dress up like Paul Brown. That's what I'll do. Well, mate, can you please make sure you don't overwash the T-shirt? They are limited edition. That's right. Um, yeah, so uh, go easy on that because once they're all gone, uh, I'm going to have to design another Come on the Browns T-shirt because everyone asked for them in Cleveland. So, uh, um, oh, Jack is wearing I Survived the Hugh Era. Yep. Okay, if we were to get all, if we're going to get all T-shirts on us, you're not going to like this, guys. I am wearing a Pittsburgh T-shirt. Oh, no. It's the Browns. That's all right. Ah, oh, Adam ruined the joke. It's the Pittsburgh Browns backers, so there we go. Uh, I have to wear that every week now until we lose. So, um, all right, guys. Uh, Adam, give us a plug. Uh, you've now left... Um, the um, data and electricity board, and now you are got your own uh, audio business. Plug away, see if anyone needs any audio work done. Oh yeah, uh, Ovation Audio Visual. Uh, we do everything from <clears throat> distributed audio, live events, um, concert halls, anything from fifty people up to fifty thousand people, um, churches, schools. Uh, venue halls, whatever. Um, we do training um, and we uh, will come in and we will uh, make sure your your gear is working as good as it can. Sometimes the best gear that you have is what you already have and uh, just needs to be tweaked a little bit. So there you go. There we go, guys. Uh, Jack, any OBR articles coming out this week? Who knows? Um, my my twenty twenty four roster predictions in full swing. So I uh, did wide receivers this week, just pass. So it'll be tight ends this week, um, and then just your standard stock up, stock down. Age guardrails, draft board because hey, the draft's coming around soon enough. Um, so no, it's all firing. Give us a sneak preview, Jack. What are the Browns' first pick in the next draft's going to be? I know we haven't got a first round pick, but what's mm. our first pick? I think you're potentially looking at maybe a tackle. Um, wide receiver is still going to be in play. Cornerback, if they yeah. trade Greg Newsom, people aren't going to like that, but I think that's very much in play. Um, if you get a second back for Greg, bye Greg. Um, and then after that, possibly a running back. However much I would dislike that pick, it could certainly happen. All right, guys. Adam, can you finish the show by saying go Browns? Go Browns! 
you an absolute pleasure. Thanks a lot, Adam, for your time.